Hey, everyone. This podcast is the first of its kind that I've recorded, and it's in the form of what I can only refer to as a type of Q&A. It's a response, and it's inspired by a friend of mine, Annabelle, who connected with me regarding just sharing some thoughts and questions that she had. So I uh, thought what better way to discuss, share, and uh, talk about these particular things than to do a podcast. Um, One of my main reasons for doing so is because I find it less effective personally communicating through written text. So for me to reply to messages with an essay or a a long form text, I I feel I can't communicate exactly uh, clearly what it is that I'm able to through my voice. Definitely better in person. Uh, However, that's the beauty of podcasts. So first of all, I have a lot of gratitude for being seen as somebody who, which you may reach out to with questions about things purely because uh, Annabelle's words were something along the lines of from what she's seen of me uh, when we uh, when I used to live in Adelaide and uh, through social media in more recent times that uh, it looks like I'm a certain way which she can relate to And uh, it's really nice, obviously. Um, Grateful to be someone who you would uh, think that could have something of value to share with the world, with people. And um, we all do have that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to read the message um, messages. I'm I'm, you know potentially going to paraphrase things, um, but. my disclaimer, two disclaimers. First of all, yes, I have actually asked um, asked Annabelle if she is okay with me sharing that she is the one that sent this message and for me to refer to the message as, as what I'm talking about today. So that's what we're doing. My other disclaimer is that I'm sharing my experience. Uh, it's not wrong, it's not right, it is what it is. Uh, if it's a value to her, if it's a value to one other person, I'm stoked. Uh, even better if multiple people might enjoy listening to it and there's something they can take from it. However, I'm not attached to that at all. All I can do is share what my experiences have been and what they are, and I'm fucking stoked to be able to do that through a podcast. It's, uh, it's something I really enjoy. It's something I've really not done a whole lot of. However, I'm very connected to my involvement with it and why I enjoy it. So uh, I love doing this. Uh, This for me is fun. And uh, yeah, I'm grateful for the opportunity to have an inspired topic gifted to me. I see it as a gift. When When I read these messages, I... I treated them as I was receiving them as a gift. Because they are gives me an opportunity to do my thing, to do something I enjoy, and it potentially, well, my intention is for it to serve other people, um, specifically 
Annabelle who asked the questions and, and shared her thoughts and feelings. So that's what's happening here today. So I'm going to refer to the message. Uh, Annabelle says that, um, you know, like she says, what's up and looks like I'm loving life and super happy. Um, she shared that she's, you know, had the intention to get into contact for a while. Um, regarding some thoughts that she's been connected to for, she says, years. Um, she says she's been following my journey, specifically on Instagram, and she's listened to a couple of other podcasts that I've, that I've shared. And she feels like she resonates quite well with what I put out into the world. I, I fucking love that. That is, that's just, the, first of all, the awareness that you have to have as a human being to speak like that and say things such as, I feel like I resonate quite well with what you put out into the world. I, I really, thank you. I appreciate the fuck out of that. Um, I really do. Because we're all here to put something out into the world. And uh, look, we've got to go and do it regardless of, without any attachment to whether people appreciate it or not. However, there's no denying that it makes you feel good if you know that somebody is uh, in, acknowledging, in acknowledging what you put out into the world, that it's something they appreciate. It kind of adds to its purpose. Um, don't get that twisted though. I, I don't feel... I feel it's very necessary to not operate from a place where you're putting out into the world, you're filtering what you're putting out into the world through what you perceive to be what other people want. One example is that um, upon recording this podcast, I, I haven't sat down and studied. I've definitely read them multiple times. Um, it was quite a long message that Annabelle sent me. I haven't sat down and studied and analyzed the shit out of what she said to me and tried to break it down and take notes and thought like, oh, okay, cool, how can I, what can I say? What, is, what does she want to hear? What do people want to hear? How can I make this an amazing podcast? I haven't done that at all. I've actually, I'm, I made a specific intention to once I'd read the messages and I'd connected with what is being asked and where she's coming from, I made a conscious intention to not continue reading the messages, to, to like analyze them. I thought, I'm going to make a time, I will sit down, I will have the intention to record a podcast relating to these messages and I will then refer to them as I'm doing right now. Anyway. I feel like I resonate quite well with what you put out into the world. Thank you. And I have a few questions I wanted to ask you. <laughs> she says she wasn't sure if Instagram is the right platform to connect with, but she guesses it's the easiest. Yeah, look, here's the thing. It is 100% the right platform. It is definitely my favorite, what I find to be the easiest, and I'm, I'm actually stoked that I'm not the only person that sees it that way. I sometimes feel people like to connect through Facebook, and that's fine. I, I never use it. I rarely use it. Instagram's amazing. It's an amazing platform. And uh, I just love the way that you can interact with people on it. So uh, no problem. Uh, it's, uh, it's great that we can have Instagram and share posts and share our life, put out into the world what we do or what makes up our life through pictures, through videos, through stories, and that people can connect with that and then have a really easy way to interact with you and connect with you and reach out in the way that you have. So um, love it. Absolutely. She says she's not exactly sure what she's wanting or needing from talking with me. Me being me. She says you, referring to me. 
but I feel like I have always been quite a spiritual person. Yet don't have many people around me who think the same or in similar ways. Apart from you. Even though it's only seen on your Instagram posts. Okay, so first of all, not being exactly sure what you're wanting or needing from talking with me is perfectly fine. You, you're operating from a place where you are, you're just following your intuition. You're, you, you feel this, you feel like reaching out to someone or you, you feel like you connect with something or someone, something I posted, something I said, just who you perceive me to be as a person. I actually think, to be honest with you, sometimes it's of greater benefit to not know what you need and what you want out of something. And don't get that confused with not having direction in life. I think that's very important. And I believe that not having any direction in life and awareness of who you are as a person is a major cause of suffering and dis-ease, both physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. However, I, I just see the value so much in not, like I just said about the podcast, not planning things. You don't have to, you know, when you meet someone, let's say you're out and you, you meet somebody doing whatever you like to do with your life. So for some people, it might be out at a bar. For some people, it might be, uh, for me, it's not that. For some people, it might be at a yoga retreat class. It might be just down the beach. It might be a coffee shop. Who knows? The point I'm getting to is that you don't meet somebody and you're not thinking about what you want or need from interacting with them. You don't go, oh, that person looks cool or, you know, um, I'm attracted to them some way, you know, physically, energetically, whatever it is. And I'm not just talking about seeing a hot guy or a hot girl and being like, oh, you know, we're, we're, attraction is far beyond that. Um, attraction means that you might see somebody down the beach, you might be going for a run or you might, you might be at a workout station down the beach um, and you, let's say you see somebody else training and they catch your eye and for whatever reason what they're doing um, attracts your interest. So think about attraction in a, in a broader way. Anyway, um, for sure rambling now. What I'm saying is that we don't go into these interactions thinking, oh, you know, I'm attracted to that, that person or that thing, but before I go and do anything about it or, or make a connection, what do I want and need from talking with them? Um, and I don't mean to play on this uh, too much because I know this is only a, a small, the beginning of what you're communicating to me. However, I just think, I feel it's relevant. And like I've just said, I'm, I'm recording this intuitively and I have no plan. I'm just saying what comes up and being honest. And that's the only way that I feel I can be of of my best service and in full integrity. So, um, yeah, it's fine that you don't know what you want or need and it's actually, I'm in support of your approach. Um, I feel like I've always been quite a spiritual person. Look, there's lots of different perspectives and philosophies on spirituality. Um, some of the popular things you might have heard is that you're, uh, I better not fuck this up doesn't matter if I fuck it up. <laughs> uh, you know, you're not a, uh, you're not a spiritual being having a, fuck, what is it? I think you're probably going to know what I'm saying. You're a, a spiritual being having a human experience. Yes, that's it. Yeah. 
you're, you're in tune. What you're communicating to me tells me that you're, you have very good awareness of yourself. You're very in tune. You're very connected to who you are, what's around you. It doesn't mean you have all the answers though. And there's definitely, it, it probably actually means someone like you with your awareness, which I can relate to, um, it actually usually means that you end up with more questions than somebody who, and look, this isn't pedestalling or hierarchying. I'm not sure if that's a word, but people in society, it just, it is what it is. We're all different and I can see through what you're saying that you have this awareness of who you are and you're very connected to what you call spirituality and you're aware of your connectedness to spirituality as a being and you see that in your life, in who you are and the actions you take in the things you're interested in and you're also starting to see it, like you said, in the people around you or you're not seeing it in the people around you. However, consider that not experiencing it and seeing that it's not present in the people around you is actually the same, one in the same as seeing it in the world. You have to be able to identify where it's not to be able to identify and see where it is. So, I get it. And uh, you are a spiritual person. You're on, you're, what that tells me and what I can, the feedback I have for you is that, yes, of course you are. Your feelings are on point, correct. It tells me that you're very in tune, connected to who you are, the universe, all that stuff, which is amazing. This explains why you have so many questions and why you, you're curious about life, yourself, the universe, spirituality. It's great. It's amazing. As for not seeing it in the people around you, I didn't realize this until I started recording this podcast. However, it's, um, it's extremely relevant to many people apart from yourself, which is great. You're actually, you're actually doing such a great service to the world, to the universe by just being you. You know, you've chosen to be yourself and reach out to me, ask these questions, say what you have to say, share. And you know, that's, that's to be acknowledged because not everyone is uh, courageous enough to share their true feelings and to connect with people. I speak to many people and I do it myself and have done it myself. Like you said, you know, I've been meaning to reach out for a while. There's always things that stop us. I've had a few people say that to me recently and I can look back and see where I've done that. Like I've had this idea to reach out or connect with a certain person. You just don't do it and it's usually seeded back to, you know, a fear of rejection for being who you are. Um, something I just want to touch on that just popped up for me that I've uh, been been working with a bit recently is that we quite often hear about fears in life which hold us back and lots of personal development people talk about like, you know, you've got a fear of this and we're going to smash the fear and it's all great. What I know to be true and what I've connected to is that all of our fears, let's say it's a fear of judgment, uh, huh, Let's say that you have this idea to put a podcast or music or artwork like uh, paintings, something out into the world and you really enjoy doing it and you're aware that you're quite good at it or even if you're not aware that you're good at it, you've got that feedback from other people. The thing that generally will stop you from sharing it with the world is a fear of judgment, a fear of rejection. What do those mean? Well, you might be fearful of, it's the unknown. Well, what if 
people judge it? What if you put it out there and people go, this is shit, or what the fuck is this? What is this guy talking about? Having a pod? What is this podcast? Who is this guy? You know? The fuck are you talking about? You sound like a fuckwit, or something like that. Um, clearly, with the language that I use, I'm not really too concerned about what anybody thinks of how I sound. Um, you know, you're scared that your judgment, uh, their judgment is going to affect you somehow. If they don't like your painting, if they don't like or connect with your music, that that's going to make you feel less, that you'll feel judged and that'll make you feel sad or whatever it is. But where does that come from and what does it really represent? Well, my experience is that fear of judgment, fear of rejection, you fear that your work, your self, who you are might be rejected by the world, might be judged by the world and then rejected by the world or whatever it is. And actually, everything links back to a fear of death. And um, I've had at least one, multiple significant people in the form of uh, like mentors and teachers in my life say something similar along the lines of, the degree to which you're scared of death is the same to the is the same degree to which you are scared of life, of living, of being here, of putting yourself out into the world. So that's what all of these fears prevent us from fully doing, and I feel they are stemmed back to they're connected back to deep primal fears of death. Way back in the day before we had this kind of society, before we had houses, phones, microphones like this, Instagram, way back in the day, even probably back less far to the times when we did have houses and stuff as well, um, rejection meant death. Judgment meant death, potentially. Judgment meant rejection, and rejection potentially meant death. If your tribe and your community judged that you weren't like them or you were not good enough in their view and something like this, and they rejected you, that might mean your death. If your tribe and your community rejects you, it might mean that you die. Not necessarily by them killing you, although that I don't know a lot about history, but I, I do recall instances where in certain parts of, in certain societies and cultures, ancient civilizations, that people were killed for preposterous things, things that you would be, what the fuck are you talking about these days? Um, so yeah, it's a primal fear, these fears of rejection and judgment, because ancestrally and just in our DNA, there's this, this awareness that even though it's not true right now, there was a time and that, you know, if we believe that time is, you know, the past, the future, and now they're all the same, they're connected, which means that somewhere exists this reality where rejection means death. So I forget how the fuck I even got onto that, but I believe that's where these fears come from. I don't have all the answers to what to do about that. 
but I think it's a step in the right direction to have that awareness. Um, so, yes, we were talking about you saying, I've always been quite spiritual, you don't have, ah oh yes, feeling like you don't have many people around you who think the same or in similar ways, and you see me as someone who does. You identify that we use the word resonate, so we'll go with that. We, we, we're connected to the same sort of things, you know. We have a similar awareness and interests and uh, potentially we are maybe here with similar paths in this lifetime. Great, very true, I agree. Um, even though it's only seen on Instagram posts. Well, that's the beauty of being able to share things through Instagram and this is an important point to make is uh, that of polarity and counterbalance where the universe is always trying, its purpose is to always balance everything out. And uh, social media is a good one because it can be a addiction, it can be an escape, it can be, it can take over your life. We've all experienced this. You know when you catch yourself mindlessly scrolling through Instagram uh, for no particular reason. For me, I've connected. I've become aware that typically uh, it is connection seeking that will drive me to scroll social media. Um, and the polarity of that is it's fucking amazing because we get to connect about things like this. I get to share my life, which I mean, upon reflection, seems to be a lot of quotes, photos of the beach. Um, philosophical rants and poetic things on my story, just stuff that comes to me, things that I enjoy and that are fairly spontaneous. All of my posts are pretty spontaneous, to be honest with you. I never really plan. In fact, I can't ever remember planning to go and take a photo or a video of something and then share it. Um, so yeah, that's the polarity and the beauty of social media, that you're able to connect with me through that even though we live on opposite sides of the country. And you know, that extends to people on that side of the world, so that's great. Anyway, relating to not having the people around you, you, you feel like you don't have many people around you who connect with you in that way. I can relate. I have had that experience multiple times and I believe that it is a constant refining process where the purpose of life is that, oh, that sounds so fucking, <laughs> to sit here and say, the purpose of life is, listen to me, look, that's not where I'm coming from. I, my experience has been, what I believe is that in life, you're either growing or you're dying. It's, it's fairly simple. Um, if you think you're stagnating and staying the same, you're actually going backwards. Something is in you is dying. You know, if you have some kind of health or exercise regime, and, and look, I don't want this to trigger any guilt. I just believe this to be true. If you if you stop doing something for six months and you go back to it six months later, I would say, typically speaking, you're not going to be. You're definitely not going to be better at it. And I don't think you'll even be as good as you were when you stopped. I think to some degree you will have, you will lack something. I, I could be wrong, but that's just my experience. So I believe it's a constant refining process. In terms of what does that look like in terms of the people around you? Well, consider that you, we, are always growing and expanding as human beings, typically. That's what we're here to do. So I'm an expanded version 
and you're an expanded version of the people that we were yesterday. I believe that even listening to podcasts, I listen to them, I listen to them a lot more than I record them. Um, however, both things, if I listen to a podcast, typically the podcasts I choose to listen to give me a sense of being an expanded version of who I was before I listened to it. And the same with recording it. I feel once I've finished recording this podcast, I will have expanded in some way. I'll be an expanded version of who I was before I sat down and recorded this podcast today. And how the fuck does that relate to having people around you, Ollie? What are you talking about? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, My point is that the people around you are typically mirrors. And I know that might be hard to hear sometimes. I find it extremely tough to accept at points. But it's true. And it doesn't mean that if you think you're really connected and spiritual and aware and conscious and your friends or the people around you are not interested in that, they think you're a crazy hippie, um, they are more interested in, you know, drinking excessive amounts of alcohol and doing drugs and I don't know, it doesn't have to be that, but they're just into different things. It doesn't mean that you're not what you perceive yourself to be in terms of conscious aware, all of this. It just means that there is part of you that at some point in time identified with the way that they are being because they're there as mirrors. And your sense of, I I get this sense of you feel quite uncomfortable and a little bit, you're, you're, you're seeking what it is that you have identified in yourself. Um, I get the impression, Annabelle, from following your Instagram that you travel a lot, you love travel. Uh, I see you and you've been in multiple different places doing cool shit and uh, that's actually really inspiring to me, by the way. Um, And that's, it's a representation of your curious nature. Uh, What am I saying here? While you're seeking these different experiences and different experiences, yes, in the world and in life, those connect you more to who you perceive yourself to be, who you know in your heart that you are. There's probably a degree to which you suppress and stuff down your truths, and I could be wrong, but I think we all at some point have suppressed and sort of just stuffed down who we truly are out of you know those fears of rejection and feeling like, well, it's more important to fit in. We, we as human beings are, we're creatures of, we're here to connect. We love connecting with other human beings. Some of us more than others. However, when it comes down to it sometimes, being true to who you are gets overshadowed by your desire to connect. If being who you are gives you the impression that it's going to disconnect you from all the people around you and you will have no human connection, whether it's relationships, friends, your family disowning you, thinking you're a crazy hippie or I don't don't know, whatever, typically there will be times where you will suppress parts of yourself in order to experience connection. So I think that these people that you are surrounded by which don't seem to resonate with who you are identifying as your true self, they are mirrors of ways that you have identified in the past and they are there to teach you something, even if it is that that's how you don't want to be. I have multiple people. Um, 
multiple people, a couple and one specifically, um, who are dear, dear friends of mine. I love them. I really do. Um, however, we're not connected to the same kinds of things in terms of what we're interested in, how I like to invest my time, what I do with my time is very, very different priority-wise to how they spend theirs. And back in the day in high school, we were the closest of friends. And this is no judgment against these people. In the past, I've definitely been pedestaled myself and judged people and I've, I don't do that anymore. I just have the awareness that I can love someone and consider them a great friend even if I don't really speak to them that often, if I speak to them once a year or never see them because we now live in on opposite sides of this country. It does not mean I don't love and appreciate that person. It means that our values are different in some way. We might both value connection. However, connection to me is not enjoyed by going to the pub and having a beer. I just, it's not something I do, it's not something I enjoy. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, just for me, it's not something I enjoy. So if there's somebody that is a good friend of mine that always wants to, their, their habits and their values and what they do with their life, what they enjoy is to go to the pub and have a beer every Friday afternoon, that's fine. Am I going to join them? No. If they want to catch up and go for a walk on the beach, drink some yerba mate, you know, do some movement, have some fun. I don't know, just sit down and have a chat, record a podcast together. I'm 100% down. But they're not always 100% down for that. In fact, I had a direct experience where a best mate of mine, and he still is, I still consider him, a, I love the guy, great mate. I love the beach. I, honestly, I'm on the beach every single day. I'm getting sand all over my body, and you know, I know that, Actually, even for me in the past, I didn't really enjoy that. And that's just what I like to do. I'll, anything that I can do down the beach, movement, exercise, anything, I will do it. And uh, we were the best of mates and he hated the beach. He was like, oh, I'm not really a big fan of the beach. I'm not a big fan of sand. And um, I'm not sure if he'll listen to this, but if he, if he does, he'll, he'll know that I'm talking about him. And um, I love you, bro. Um, it's just an interesting observation. There's nothing wrong with it. What, what I enjoy is not so valuable to him. And what he enjoys is not so valuable to me. And back in the day, we shared a very, very common interest with a particular thing, which I believe he still is involved with, and, um, and I'm not. And that's fine. So what am I saying? I'm just saying that these people around you are there to teach you stuff, even if it is that that's not what you want to be anymore or at all. And also sometimes the need to honor yourself and your values and follow your heart can be challenging when you perceive it to involve disconnecting or hurting other people or losing friends, so to speak. You're never going to lose friends. Because even if you did lose something, for everything you lose, you gain something else. Let's say you have a best friend and you love the person. You grew up together, had sleepovers all through school, your parents, you know, friends, you're always hanging out. And you get to, you know, 20, 21, and you're still friends, but, you know, this person 
enjoys every Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. They go out and they uh, they go on a pub crawl and they do some cocaine and they I don't know. That's their thing. Something like that. Um, and for you, you enjoy spending Friday nights cooking a nice meal at home, uh, watching a documentary, uh, or I don't know, something completely different. And then you go to bed fairly early because Saturday morning you like to get up and go and do yoga down the beach or go for a hike. And then you like to go out for like a, a, a brunch or a smoothie or something on Saturday at 10 a.m., 11 a.m. And then you do, you do things of that nature. Is that person who is probably out till 1, 2, 5, 6 a.m. doing drugs and drinking alcohol, are they going to join you for that beach walk? Are they going to join you for that smoothie? It's not, you're just doing different things. It's not going to work. And what I'm getting at is that if you perceive that by honoring your true self and being like, look, I love you, whoever, friend, but I'm not going to keep joining you going to bars and clubs. I don't want to do that anymore. In fact, I want to be in bed by 10 o'clock on Friday night. You're not going to lose that friend. Will there maybe be some disconnection between you? Possibly. In fact, yes, I believe there will be. But you're actually creating space to receive something new. So in losing that connection with that friend, you're actually going to gain the connection of somebody who does go, fuck yeah, you know, I'll see you at nine for yoga. Um, and uh, do you want to come around and we'll, you know, we'll just like, I've got some food, you, like, we'll cook a meal together and we'll, uh, we'll watch this documentary, listen to a podcast or something like that. You, my point is you will gain something for what you perceive you're losing, but you have to make space for it. If you continue hanging around with the people who you know to be doing things that aren't in alignment with your highest values and your true self, your authenticity and your integrity. Your integrity relies on you honoring yourself. If you know that you don't want to be doing something and that you feel connected to spirituality and you want to learn about that and do things of that nature, it's actually out of integrity for you to suppress that and do things like, you know, drugs, or this, I don't know, something that gets in the way of you doing what you want to do. And it will be a shit feeling. I've done it. You feel just not solid in who you are and you feel a little bit lost and you get a little bit pissed off, resentful at yourself. And your self-worth will actually suffer from the amount of time that you spend out of integrity. Um, I trust this is making some kind of sense. I'm, I guarantee that everything I say, not everything I say will make sense and, uh, and that's fine. Uh, the point I'm making is that I've been where you're saying that you are uh, with the people around you not being in alignment with, uh, with what you value in life. So Annabelle goes on to say that you know, about the people around her. Uh, she sees that I am someone who seems similar. We connect on Instagram. And she says she guesses she just wanted to seek guidance into how or ways to help my journey to understanding spiritual personal growth. Which is something she had always believed 
I truly wanted to understand more of. Oh, but I'm not sure where to start. <laughs> she says, I mean, YouTube videos are great, but I figured asking someone I know for help would also be appropriate. Would be also appropriate. For sure. Okay, so you're looking to seek guidance, direction in ways to help your journey of understanding spiritual personal growth. Perfect. The first thing I want to say is this. The key word there is help is my journey. It's your journey. If I can play a role in it, in fact, the fact that we know each other and we're communicating in this way means that our journeys are, there's a connectedness, right? For a reason. However, it is your journey. And I'm not just going to be one of these people that says, like, it's your journey, you know, like, nothing I say matters and figure it out yourself. Not at all. Um, it is, however, important for me to acknowledge that your journey is your journey. And my journey is my journey. And I can share my experiences with you. And I can offer what I'm talking about right now. But please remember that it's your journey. And the best person to help and to guide your journey is you. And you're doing that. By reaching out to me and discussing this, you're, you're doing that. You're actually guiding your own journey. Which is beautiful. And it helps me as well. And anything that I say, try not to think of the, like, what I'm saying is the thing that helps you. Let's say you listen to this and you go, wow, you know, that thing that Ollie said just really helped me. It gave me this guidance. It gave me this sense of direction and self and, and understanding. Um, I actually would also like to say that uh, I'm big on the use of language and I know that this is a really strange um, foreign concept to even myself, to most people. Um, language is very important and I know that there's, it's tough to find other ways to explain things and specifically the word understanding. Um, I like comprehending. Comprehension is what you're really talking about when you say understand. Understand, if you break down the word, it's a whole other fucking story and topic and probably podcast, but um, I'm not a big fan of that word. So if I don't use that, in relation to what I'm sharing with you, please don't think that I don't get where you're coming from. I, I do. I'm just choosing the language that uh, aligns with me the best. Um, so, where was I? Ah, oh, yes, understanding. Um, See, so yeah, you, you want to know more, and you're not sure where to start. So it's your journey. And oh yes, what I was gonna say was that anything that I say is try not to think of it as that that thing that Ollie said helped me. Think of it that the way that you perceived and received what I said was actually what helped you guiding your journey. Therefore you can grow your own self-worth and, and take responsibility and acknowledgement of uh, that yourself as opposed to thinking that pedestalling me and thinking that I'm the source of your guidance and, and help. I will definitely help and I can definitely offer stuff in, in service to you and to 
people. We all can. I just want you to know that it's actually how you perceive and receive and what you do and create with what you get out of everything that I'm saying that is the guidance, which relates back to it being your journey. I believe that's really wanted to understand. So yeah, you want to know more, of course. And you're not sure where to start. Well, here's the thing. You've already started. Whether you like it or not, whether you acknowledge it or not, whether you think it or not, you've already started. You have. You've started just by having these questions in your head and having this curiosity. That has already started it. And, you know, you've further started it and you've further progressed it by reaching out to me. You've gone, look, I'd like to connect with this person. They seem to be someone who could relate to me. I'm just going to send them a message and say, what's up? You've already started. And the, the, what I would offer to somebody, I'll offer it to you as well and offer it to myself. What I would typically offer when someone says, but I'm not sure where to start, is just fucking start somewhere, anywhere. Do something. It doesn't matter. It really does not matter where you start as long as you start. It's the act of starting and doing the thing that is important, not exactly where you start, because it will all lead you to something and somewhere, and that will be the next step in your journey. Imagine you're walking up a flight of stairs or along a path, and you're not sh- like it's not clear for whatever reason which step to take next. The important thing is that you take a step. You know, if you step on the wrong step and it, you know, turns red hot and burns your foot, well, then you'll be able to step back off of it or step onto the next thing. And you'll be getting somewhere. But if you stay where you are and you don't start, you will forever, well, for as long as you choose not to start, you'll be where you are. So... Yes, I, I, that probably is a lot more for me and for everybody else than it is for you because you have started, but just keep that in mind. It doesn't matter where you start or where you, now that you've started, it doesn't matter where you continue to go. Just go somewhere, do something. It will all lead you to something. It will all offer you something. It will all give you something. It will all be of service in some way. It, you're doing the right thing. You are, there is no right thing, but you're doing productive things. You've started... I get, I totally comprehend that you don't get where to start. It's confusing. I don't think, just consider the fact that we'll, we'll never know where to start. All we can do is do stuff. We are human beings. We're actually here. I have this in my bio. Um, and the reason is, people might not know this, but I have human, comma, being in my Instagram bio. It's just to remind me, and I guess anybody else that happens to stumble across my page, that we're human beings. Like being human is what we're here to do. That involves making perceived mistakes and not knowing where to go. Like a mistake is not a mistake because it actually offers you something and it, it, it will always offer you some value when you're able to look back in hindsight. So it's not really a mistake. It's just a result of not having the answer already. And what the fuck would be the point of having the answer already and knowing how it's all gonna pan out? Would you, would you ever watch a movie if you knew how it was gonna end? I know that we sometimes re-watch movies, but initially, would you ever be interested if you already knew what was going to happen? You probably wouldn't give a fuck. So it's fine that you don't know where to start. It's fine that we don't know where to start. It's fine that we don't have the answers is what it's all about. And you have started, so I acknowledge you for that. Uh, YouTube videos are great. 
Um, but yeah, connecting with a person would also be appropriate. And look, probably more appropriate. Um, however, I've gotten great value from YouTube videos, from podcasts, from technological things of, of that nature. And uh, I see their place and their value. I also see the desire and the need to connect with human beings. It's more relatable. Um, so yeah, you've, it's great what you've done. YouTube videos are great. And hopefully what I'm saying through what's turned out to be a podcast is of value to you as well. I know that you there'll be something you'll, you'll create out of it. So uh, Annabelle goes on to say, I may have also made assumptions that you are interested in spiritual self-awareness and consciousness. So if I am wrong and you're not into that type of learning, please forgive me, but I thought I would just ask. <laughs> um, I mean you assumed right. Well, it wasn't even an assumption. You just, your awareness was correct. You, you have a good awareness. Your awareness is strong and in tune and connected. So um, the feedback I can offer you is that uh, your awareness is spot on, um, depending on how you choose to define these things. But it, I'm connected to that we are interested in similar things. And regardless of what labels and names we give them, I, I connect with you and what you're about and you clearly do with me. So... Um, there's no, there's nothing to forgive and <laughs> you're spot on. So yeah, trust yourself. Hey, like that's a, that's a good piece of feedback as well is trust yourself, trust your intuition. Do we ever think about, uh, this was actually quite empowering for me. Uh, the realization that, um, intuition, do you know what tuition is? Like, well, we know what tuition is. Tuition is teaching, uh, if you get a tutor, it's tuition, intuition, the tuition within. You're in a tutor, which is you. Your intuition is you. It will teach you everything you need to know. Trust it. Uh, she goes on to say that just knowing me before I left, just knowing you being me, before you left living in Adelaide and working at Apple a few years ago, um, she... She acknowledges that she's not saying it's a bad thing. Um, to how in tune with yourself that you seem now. I was interested in what changes manifested to the way of living you have now created for yourself. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, I... I guess I, I knew... I met Annabelle maybe within the last year or so that I was living in Adelaide. And I left Adelaide in... February of 2017, yeah, February 2017, and uh, before I left Adelaide, I was working at Apple, and, uh, and yeah, she said to say it's not a bad thing, and I, when I left, I was, um, I was very aware that my, my journey with Apple, working as part of Apple, was uh, no longer my highest excitement and joy, and uh, actually kind of spent some time thinking, what the fuck was I doing working there, however, down the track in hindsight now, I see that it was a very valuable part of my journey. Um, I took a lot from the experience of working at Apple. And uh, yeah, it's not a bad thing or a good thing. It just, it is what it was. And it was a valuable step in my journey that has taught me a lot and got me to where I am now. So, um, however, what Annabelle is acknowledging is that she knew me before I left Adelaide. She saw me working at Apple a few years ago. And now... She sees me differently. She sees that I seem to be more in tune with myself. 
now as opposed to and I'm doing different things now as opposed to what I was doing then when I was working at Apple which it wasn't a nine to five but it was a job where I was on somebody else's schedule you know I, I rocked up to work according to a roster I wasn't really earning that much money I was working there part-time and uh, I'm, I'm not doing either of those things now I don't um, I, I'm, I'm fortunate I'm fortunate enough to uh, generate a greater income than I was there in a way where I'm actually working for myself, um, not on anybody else's schedule. So, uh, you know, that that's a point of expansion for me and a significant one. Um, yes, so Annabelle is aware of that, that I have gone from being there, doing what she saw me doing, being how she saw me being then, and now I seem a lot more in tune, my, tune with myself and she's interested in what changes manifested to the way of living you've now created for yourself. Well, this is the part that I actually thought was gonna be the most significant part of the podcast. It turns out that I've rambled for almost 50 minutes about lots of other things which I didn't see coming. Um, and this is actually honestly what I thought was gonna be the most significant and I think it'll be a good thing to wrap up on um, and my answer is um, what changes manifested to the way of living you've now created for yourself so the story is that what inspired me to live where I now live which is um, on the Gold Coast in Queensland and just look, just for people that are aware of the Gold Coast and maybe not so aware of it, I don't live in fucking surface paradise. Um, I don't live on the Gold Coast for the party scene. and all, I, it's, it's a very diverse place. I live on the southern end of the Gold Coast and it's very much a nature, beach. Well, it's actually nature, beach and very much the vibe of what we're talking about here. I've connected with so many people and experiences and learnings and wisdom just here in this environment that I don't feel were available to me in Adelaide. Um, so that's why that's where I live and uh, and part of the reason why I live here. And I guess the, what I can offer in regard to that is yes, your environment is important and I I have not traveled the world. However, I now live in a place where I, I cannot see myself living anywhere else right now. I would have to discover a place that felt more like home than this does in order to consider living anywhere else. And I've, I've lived here for less than two years. In fact, in this exact location for under a year. Um, so that's definitely played a role in how in tune with myself I am now. And look, I'm especially very recently, uh, I have had a lot of experiences which have, have really by no Gonna say by no choice of my own, I've really had my ass kicked in a in empowering way to become even more in tune with myself. And as much as I'm a lot more in, like I said at the start of this podcast, it's a it's a constant progression and growth and expansion. This is expansion. That's a quote that a good mate of mine, a brother, shout out Cameron Murray Music, um, said to me one day. We we had this big chat and we caught up and worked through some stuff helped each other out and when we left the last thing he said to me was this is expansion and he ran off and I'm like fuck dude you're right that's what this is about um, 
So yes, that's been the expansion. I'm much more in tune with myself now than I was working at Apple. I'm much more in line with my highest values, with how I'm living my life. I'm in an environment which feels a lot more like home and is more accommodating to my health, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual well-being. Um, that plays a big role in how in tune with myself I am now. I, I get up and I walk to the beach to start my day. That's where I was before I started recording this podcast today. It's a beautiful day. I spend a lot of time down the beach doing my practices that I enjoy. Um, some uh, mobility, movement, breathing. Uh, went for a swim. I like to start the day with a, a swim in the ocean. Um, makes me feel very energized and charged and as well as clean. Um, so yeah, uh, that's what I do. But what you're really asking is what changes manifested? Well, I mean, the change was moving here. So what was the process? Two important points. The first thing was I wasn't actually conscious of everything that I just said until I got here and experienced it. And the change was moving here and now living in a place which feels aligned with what I'm about right now as a person. It's helped me to discover more of myself and be more in tune with that, like you identified. Um, and the inspiration for moving here actually came in, it was in 2015. Uh, I was, it's, it's so, I love telling this story because I've told it a few times and I, I, I find it to be powerful. Um, you can probably tell I'm getting more excited speaking about this. Um, so yeah, it was 2015 and I was, I was actually listening to a podcast and uh, I had this podcast really stood out to me. I listened to it and um, it was it was a Joe Rogan podcast and his guests that day were um, two people. A lot of you probably will not know who these people are. Um, some of you will. And uh, the relevance of who they are is not so significant. But um, Joe Rogan had a podcast from the previous year with uh, two guys, Eddie Bravo and Hicks and Gracie. And uh, I'd never heard these guys speak before. And Hicks and Gracie started talking. Hicks and Gracie is a, uh, his family, the Gracies, are the, the family that are uh, responsible for creating what is now known as Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, or Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, um, in the martial arts world. And I'd been training Jiu-Jitsu in Adelaide since 2012, I think I started. And this was the first time that I'd heard him speak and someone speak about jiu-jitsu and about life. He was speaking a lot about spirituality. He was speaking a lot about his practices as like as a yogi and yoga and all these kind of things that he was doing and his philosophies on life. And it was the first time after a few years of training that I'd ever heard someone speak about jiu-jitsu and life in the way that he did. And it just it just hit me. It just struck me and resonated with me and he said a few things along the lines of um, he think he used to think that the opposite of uh, courage back in the day was being a coward uh, he said cowardness and he goes he actually I remember he said this he goes nowadays I think the opposite of courage Brazilian is conformity and, and what he meant was if there's something you don't like in life you can either choose to have the courage 
to change it and pursue what it is that you do desire. Or you can conform. And conformity looks like you're not happy, but you'll accept it. And he used an example of you're not happy in your relationship, but because you're married, you choose to stay with your wife. You know, that's a pretty extreme example, but he just basically said some things along the lines of, of that. And uh, it just really, really, really struck me, really resonated with me, aligned with me, and uh, it was very significant to me in the sense that I'd never heard somebody speak like that before. Yes, so he said this, and through my own studies, which became very appropriate at a similar time, my own inquiry and investigation led me to yeah, discover some things regarding personality traits. So I got introduced by a, another significant friend to numerology. Um, numerology is the study of um, actually, I'm not sure how it would be defined if you Googled it, but it's essentially the study of uh, numbers and their energetic patterns that relate to numbers and what they represent. Now, some people might think this is bullshit. Some people might not. Uh, my experience has been that it, it resonates with me and it makes a lot of sense, and I've, I've actually got a lot from it. I've found it very empowering. So through my own inquiries and study of numerology, I studied what my own numerology was and became a lot more aware. And funnily enough, this is actually a lot what you're talking about. Um, I, it helped me to become aware in a way that I never had been before of who I am and why I was the way that I am. And it just helped me to comprehend myself on a level which I just never before had been in connection with. And upon listening to Hickson and, and Eddie as well, um, speak, I had this intuitive feeling, the same as what you can relate to and multiple, all of us can relate to. I had this feeling that we were very similar personality-wise. And my new interest in numerology led me to look up the... So we all have a multiple numbers, but there's a significant number, which is your life path number. It tells you a lot about who you are and the path that you're on in this lifetime. Um, and... I had this hunch, like this intuitive feeling that potentially Hickson and I might be very similar in some ways. So my new interest in numerology led me to look up his, uh, his life path, his numbers, his life path number. And discovering that him and I, drawing, drawing the comparison between him and I, which then led me to realize that we have the same life path number. So we, that helped me connect to him, like we're similar. I'm like, oh, this human being who's a very significant, successful um, respected person who's very responsible for the creation and the evolution of something that I'm very passionate about and that I love and enjoy in jiu-jitsu is actually the same as me in a lot of ways. We are not the same person and I'm not at all in any way claiming to have anything near the capabilities in jiu-jitsu or martial arts. No one could claim to have that of Hicks and Gracie. So I'm not drawing an arrogant comparison. I'm just saying that personality-wise, I connected with him and I being very similar. And the other guest, Eddie Bravo, was uh, was sim different to Hickson, but there were other similarities. And I, I actually connected to that we, were, we all shared the same life path number. Myself, Hickson, Eddie. That might seem like insignificant bullshit to some people, and that's fine. To me, that was extremely significant. And uh, it just, just gave me this sense of 
kind of what you're asking for, like guidance. I was like, okay, there's a reason why I resonate with these people. There's a reason why I like listening to them. There's a reason why when I'm hearing them talk, I'm sitting there being like, fuck, yes, someone else gets it. Someone else thinks like that. No one's ever explained that to me like that before. Fuck. And I decided right there and then listening to the podcast, the other significant thing being that this was on a podcast. This was almost an introduction to everything that I'm doing right now without even being consciously aware of it. It's, it's pretty significant that I'm recording a podcast talking about an experience that I had through listening to a podcast which led me to be where I am now. Just going to slow down a little bit. So yes, that was a very significant experience for me. And right there in that moment, I chose that I wanted to connect with Hicks and Gracie and his teaching of jiu-jitsu. So I literally got out, I was on my phone already, I googled Hicks and Gracie Jiu-Jitsu Australia. And there's actually only one Hicks and Gracie uh, affiliate. So what I mean by that is like, if you, let's say you meet someone and they teach something, martial arts, uh, philosophy, art, music, anything that you're, you love. And you decide you want to learn with you want to learn from them. You're like, wow, that person gets me, and they teach in a way that I align with, and I want to learn from them and with them, and that would be it. Just feels right. That's how it felt to me. So, I just searched for Hicks and Gracie Affiliate Australia, and there's only one. There's only one that popped up, and I believe there still is. I know there still is only one. And that academy is on the Gold Coast. And what affiliate means is that there's, an, there's a jiu-jitsu martial arts academy here on the Gold Coast and the, the, the man, the professor that runs it, he learned and studied jiu-jitsu with Hicks and Gracie. Hicks and Gracie gave Jason a black belt in jiu-jitsu. And Jason is the only man in Australia to receive a black belt from Hicks and Gracie. And here I was going, I want to learn jiu-jitsu, I love jiu-jitsu, I want to keep learning, I want to learn from this guy, and the only way to learn from him in Australia, uh, in personal experience, is from this guy who got his black belt from Hickson. So I decided then and there that I would move to the Gold Coast and I would, I would train at this academy, and I do right now. Um, so yes, that was my conscious choice in the moment, which led me to the Gold Coast. It wasn't actually to do with any awareness of what the Gold Coast would be like. I'd never been here before. I didn't know anybody here. Have I made some of the best connections and friends in, in my life since I've been here? 100%. Had some of the best, most empowering experiences ever. Love it. It's amazing. I wasn't aware that was gonna happen though. My conscious decision was relating to jiu-jitsu. So how the fuck does that relate to you and your question and everybody? Well, what I can offer you is that when you say you're interested in what changes manifested to the way of living, you can f just tune into that yourself, into what I just said, and ask yourself, what, when Ollie tells me that story, I don't really, you might not connect with jiu-jitsu, you might even know what the fuck it is. But just from what I told you, ask yourself what I did. What did that represent? What did me hearing someone on a podcast and everything that I just shared with you, what did that represent? What did I do? My interpretation of it is that I followed my intuition and my heart and what felt right and exciting. I followed my joy, my excitement, my intuition, my heart. I followed it. I just thought, I'm going to do that. Fuck it. 
Now, did I receive feedback from people close to me that the idea of moving from Adelaide to the Gold Coast was ridiculous? Absolutely. Um, in fact, my grandma actually laughed at it. And this is nothing against her or anybody in particular. It's just it's in an interesting experience to have that when you tell people, it wasn't like I, was, I said, I didn't say to my friends and family, oh, I'm thinking about moving to the Gold Coast. I said, oh, I'm moving to the Gold Coast. It wasn't like a maybe or I'm thinking about it and it had no regard for their, I wasn't really asking for their input. I was just informing them of my decision. And, um, and yeah, some of them laughed at that. Uh, and I don't take it personally. It's just interesting to observe that to them, they're laughing because to them that isn't possible in their world. They're not connected to following their joy, their excitement, their intuition, their heart. That's not a possibility for them. To me, it wasn't even a question. It was the only possibility. It was like, that's what I'm doing. Why would I not? I can't consider not doing it. So what I have to offer you, Annabelle, and anybody else who's listening to this is that what led me here was a conscious decision to follow my joy and excitement. Um, I have something that I love to do and that I am passionate about in jiu-jitsu and martial arts. And that was the vehicle, that was the thing that led me here, it guided me here, like you use the word guidance. My guidance to end up where I am now physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually was a jiu-jitsu academy, which is significant to me in what it is, which is located here. That led me to be here. My intuition led me to be here. My joy and excitement led me to be here. My heart led me to be here, whatever you want to call it. And I've got a lot more out of this than training at this Jiu-Jitsu Academy. In fact, when I first got here, I, it took me a while to get organized. I lived in a van. Um, I, I was living off of savings when I first got here. And you know those start to run out pretty quickly when you like eating acai bowls. And yes, yeah, so uh, I, you know, I didn't, what I'm saying is that the Jiu-Jitsu Academy is far from the only significant experience or the most significant experience for me. It's amazing that I'm here and that I train there and that I have that opportunity. Um, but all of the stuff that's happened since I've been here, the experiences, the people I've met, all of that, I couldn't have seen it coming, I don't feel. And I didn't. But it's become part of my experience. And that that's what you're asking for. You're asking for guidance. You, you literally asked me for guidance on ways to comprehend more of yourself and guide your just comprehend your spiritual personal growth your personal growth journey and all I can really tell you is that's what I did if something's exciting to you if it brings you joy it's an idea that you have you know you might want to move to I believe Annabelle I believe you're still in Adelaide as far as I know um, let's say you get some inspiration to move to Tasmania you know the Gold Coast another country, anywhere. If there's something that you're aligned with that sparks your joy and excitement to move there, New Zealand, anywhere, do it. Just do it. It doesn't matter. You can't do wrong. It seems ridiculous. Some people will laugh at you for moving from Adelaide to the Gold Coast. I mean, it's a couple of hours flight for fuck's sake. But it doesn't matter because it's your journey. And if I'd got here and then decided I didn't want to live here, which is the exact opposite of what's happened, it doesn't, it's not the end of the world. I could have moved back to Adelaide. I could have moved somewhere else. The point is that you take the action, like I said before. It's about taking the step, not knowing where to start, but just doing it anyway. I didn't know what was going to happen. I just did it, and this is what's happened. 
And uh, another thing I would draw on from that is that my experience of people laughing at me telling them I'm moving to the Gold Coast, it's a little bit representative of what you said about people um, not being like-minded around you. And for me, I'm not saying Adelaide as a whole is a place like that, but that was my experience where I was being me in Adelaide. I definitely had a few like-minded people around me and I love them, I still do. Um... I just, I guess I had an intuitive awareness, which like I pointed out to you uh, multiple times, that you seem to have a very connected intuitive awareness and follow it, listen to it, listen to yourself, listen to your intuition, trust it, trust yourself. You want to reach out and connect with me? You made the right choice. Well, you made the choice. And now this is what's happening from it. Trust it, listen to it, follow it, listen to it, trust it, follow it. Yourself, your intuition, your joy and your excitement. And know that no matter what choice you make, you can always, it's not forever. If you have some inspiration to move to another country, do it. If you get there and you don't like it, move back. Move somewhere else. You'll figure it out. It's what life's about. I could honestly ramble all day. Um, I'm going to wrap this podcast up there. I trust that it will be of service in some ways. And um, thank you, Annabelle, for connecting and sharing yourself with me, with the world, for what you're putting into the world and for what you're actually helping me and yourself to share with the world through this podcast and everything in the future. So uh, we'll be in touch. Thank you. Thank you for everyone who listens to this podcast. I do trust that it will be of of value and of service and that makes me very happy till next time done you